previously on Talk to Dad. You like seriously? Like you couldn't like do some digging and like in your brain and find it? I would have to do some excavation of my brain memories. Of course, it's another snake story. There's always snake stories in this. And I was just like fascinated. I just thought that was the <laughs> weirdest thing I'd ever seen is watching him eat cereal with orange juice. And now it's come true. There's a cereal that's made for orange juice. Your mom will listen to this and she will shake her head. Isn't it fun? Do you enjoy smurfing? Do you smurf in the morning? It is a banjo. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Talk to dad. Hello and welcome to the Talk Dad podcast episode 275. I've got Will here with me. Hello. And also Elizabeth. Hi, I'm very much wondering about the context of those clips that I just listened to. <laughs> you know, you can subscribe to the podcast Talk to Dad, and you can listen to episode 274. Uh, you give us like a five-star review, and then it would really help us and get then, the word out there. <laughs> and and you can learn exactly what the context to each one of those clips was. Oh. Mm. That was Phoebe, your sister, on that podcast. Really? Her Who? sound quality was terrible, though, because her special mic stopped working, so she was just oh, using no. her computer mic. And I tried to do everything I could in post to make it better than. It sounded fun to me, honestly. It was yeah, pretty it bad. Not bad, but it? she was oh, well. she was understandable and she was like recognizable. It's not like we we weren't able to figure out what was going on. Yeah, Henry's taking a walk. Yeah, I just saw him in the backyard. Yeah, walking past. It is a beautiful sunny day here in North Texas. It was very hot today, but yeah, seriously. We all got to swim. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of fun. There's something relaxing and yet tiring about being in a pool. Yeah, kind of not a nice way, though. Like, it's always really relaxing after you get out of the pool. Maybe you relax so much that your body just starts to shut down and be like, I'll go to sleep now. I think that it's because to, like, move around in water, it, it takes so much more effort than just, like, doing whatever you're doing regularly. Like, it works out, like, literally every muscle in your body. Yeah. So I more, always get more really... More resistance than air, I guess. Yeah. I always get really hungry after I get out of the pool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little hungry right now. Me too. I can smell that Dad made a, made a cake, and it's just sort of sitting on the yes. stove right now. And I it made smells a really cake. Good. It is a, what is it? It's like a sour cream and cream cheese pound cake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And good. it's Mother's Day today. Mm -hmm. I am. So, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. We're celebrating that with a Talk to Dad podcast Including your episode. mother, who I call Allison, who's sometimes on the podcast. Mm -hmm. she, she doesn't get to be on the podcast on Mother's Day because it's Mother's Day, so she doesn't have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. she'll be on the podcast. She is our biggest fan, though. I think she's probably the only person who's listened to every single episode. <laughs> yeah, probably. She's the and number a one fan. A couple of episodes more than once. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like one of our fans out there has listened to every single one and is getting really mad right now. Maybe. If you're that person, let us know. I know <laughs> yeah. we have a few fans, but I'm just assuming they haven't listened to every single episode. Also, let us know like what which... Which person is your favorite on here? <laughs> Remembering when um, Phoebe, Phoebe did yeah, a she, poll once. She hijacked the Talk Bad Podcast Twitter account and made a poll of like, <laughs> who was your favorite child? Okay, but it was, I feel like it was strongly in favor of her because she told all her friends about it. Exactly. But then it didn't end up, followers. like all of her friends were like voted for like, I don't know, Henry or something. <laughs> 
Because he's, he's the youngest, so he's the cutest and most likable by nature, I think. It's true. It's true. Um, I have in front of me a sparkling water. I was going to ask you about that. This is a spindrift, it's called. I've been trying to sample different sparkling waters, trying to decide if there's something. The real story is I'm trying to cut down on Coke Zero. I figured that was probably the case. I decided I've been drinking way too much Coke Zero. And your mom read an article that there has now been like a... Why does Maisie always wait until... She like, always likes to eat, to drink her water while we're on the podcast. Really noisily. She's just making herself heard. <laughs> there was a new be. study that came out that was like a comprehensive... It was one of those, what do they call it, meta-studies. Mm. And they said that people who drink diet cola are much more likely to develop kidney problems. Mm. And both didn't my you, parents have wait, kidney problems right didn't, now. Didn't you have kidney problems back... Well, no, I've that had was a your kidney gallstone. stone. I've had a kidney stone. Wait, and I've was had it gallstones. A... I've had both. Is it both? Kidney which stones one? are worse. Okay, I was about to ask you which one is worse. Well, you... I mean, gallstones are bad, but then they just remove your gall- gallbladder and then... I remember... Like, All right, can't yeah, give me gallstones that. you don't have a gallbladder. <laughs> Tapping my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember the gallbladder was really painful, but only because like you went in for surgery. I've had, I haven't had kidney stones, but I have had a kidney infection before and... Boy, let me tell you, it's not fun. I'm, I'm scared kidney to have kidney problems stones, I think the last time I had a kidney stone, it was the most painful thing I've experienced in my life because Ooh. like, I was so in so much pain that I felt like I was going to throw up and like I couldn't do anything. You can't really like sit down, but you can't. But walking around doesn't really help either, but I don't know. It's just, just very, very... There's painful. no way to like kind of make the pain ebb or flow. It's just like... Yeah, because it's just inside. It's like internal, so it's not like a muscle that you can massage or anything. I mean, there's some medicine you can take, but I think by the time the medicine works, like the pain has gone away. I don't know. They're very uncomfortable, but but it's not. I don't think the thing with diet colas has anything to do with kidney stones. I think it's just it can lead to kidney disease, and I'm not sure they even really know why. Yeah, but apparently your risk of kidney disease is it goes up. Depending on how much, and I have been drinking way too much Coke Zero. For <laughs> I wonder way if it's too for, long. yeah for a while. So I'm trying to cut back where I only have like maybe two or three Coke Zeros a day, which would be a huge improvement for me. <laughs> I, so I'm looking for something <laughs> to substitute it because it's not like I'm just going to go pour myself a big glass of water out of the tap. Yeah, that can't happen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it can. It can, but it's not going to work. It's not, not going to scratch at it. Term. It has to be fizzy and make your brain make the chemicals. Yeah. You got to get some endorphins somehow, but so I've got this spin drift. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say that reminded me of um, sometimes when I feel like snacking when I'm not actually hungry, but just like out of boredom. Mm-hmm. What I'll do to stop myself is I'll take like a huge like just cup of water like, and just so, chug it. Yeah, and then like I'll just feel full <laughs> from the water. That's actually I, like, a real life life hack. Yeah, it is. It's, um, not, it's but, not bad. Sometimes yeah. It, if you drink too much water, it kind of sloshes around your belly, though, and you feel kind of weird. Yeah, well, I've, I've point, like, drank a big old thing of water before, right before bed, and I'll, like, I'll lay down, and then I'll be like, oh, I can feel it coming up the back of my throat. Wait, is that something that actually happens, or am I just a freak of nature? <laughs> I don't know. I recently, recently I, mean, I was talking with... I mean, if you with, had like, heartburn or something, I could see it. Recently, I was, I was talking with my friends, and like I went like, oh... And they were like, what's wrong? And I went, oh, my windpipe just kind of like snapped out of place for a second. I just need to snap it back in. And they all looked at me like I was the freakiest person alive. <laughs> I think alive. I know what you're talking about there. Oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, that reminds me Maybe of, that's um, happened to me before. Uh, there's this one Nancy Drew game where like in one of the scene, one of the deaths you can get to is um, 
where you just drink too much water and you die <laughs> of drinking too much water. Those games rule. Yeah, I, I don't think I really processed how much Dr. Like, not Dr. Pepper, uh, Coke Zero you drank until we went on that vacation to <laughs> Alabama and you bought like a 12 pack and we were there for a week. And by like day two, it was gone. And I was like, what? <laughs> to be fair, what I don't think I was the these? only one drinking it, but no, yeah. but it was the majority. It was still very impressive to me who yeah. like, I drank like one Dr. Pepper a day at that point, And I was like, I, I have a problem. I have, I'm out of control. So the spin drift, and this is not a paid endorsement because to be honest, I'm not really endorsing it. Yeah. Cause they <laughs> suck. They're it's, disgusting. Well, it's a little bit better it, than LaCroix. LaCroix is, is terrible. That LaCroix is LaCroix is like. It's like LaCroix's flavoring is like if someone ate a strawberry and then blew into your glass. And then spit into it. And then be like, that's your strawberry flavor. <laughs> no, not spit. No, spit would be too too much flavor. Just kind of breathed lightly next like, to it. Or you just sort of like rubbed a, a grape on the outside of the can. Hint of a hint of lime. About it. There was a TikTok about it. Yeah. But so this one, it actually has a, like a little bit of fruit juice, but no sweetening. So mm. like this one I'm holding here is the pineapple... And it's got a little bit of pineapple juice. But this one, the problem with it is it tastes like, you know when you have canned pineapple and mm-hmm. you take the pineapple out and you're left with like the, the juice? If you just took a few drops of that and put it in some sparkly water, that's what it tastes like. And it's you added like salt. Pineapple. The, I mean, the only one that's kind of good is the the um, grapefruit one. It's pretty good. Mm. And it's got I think it's got grapefruit, lemon, and orange juice in it. I actually... But it's still not very sweet. I could be being hyperbolic here, but I might prefer LaCroix over that. I feel like right now the soft drink market is really weird because you have these sparkling waters that basically don't taste like anything. And then you've got the energy drinks are like packed with sugar and caffeine and everything else, which have got to be terrible for you. Yeah, Mm, absolutely. I've never really been into energy drinks. Sorry if I'm offending anyone, but I just feel like... They're just like way on the other end of the spectrum, and there's really nothing in between. There's nothing that's like I, I mean, want something that's like maybe like it's like Coke, like forty calories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Or yeah. give me some artificial sweetener, even if it's bad for me. Like I want it. <laughs> I want it to taste sweet and have a flavor. I, I've been thinking like we need more drinks that just have like a little bit of sugar in. There's them. like San Pellegrino, which is kind of a middle road. Yeah, but although like, they have more sugar in them than they do. Yeah, then they, they did lead send them us to some believe. free stuff with the podcast, <laughs> once, but but they yeah they're a little bit too sweet because it's like they taste really good, but then you're like this is basically like drinking a Coke, like a full yeah sugar basically, Coke. but like it's fruitier. That's the only difference. Right. They do have like some pretty good sparkling water. Oh yeah, their spark their sparkling water is pretty good. I will say, having being not a fan of sparkling water like at all, I will say there's a point in the Spindrift's favor because the packaging is way like cuter. Yes, it's yeah, very but attractive. Lacroix packaging. has the same marketing as like a Dixie cup, but they changed the palette, which I'm not a fan <laughs> of. No, I actually think it has the same problem as Lacroix because. I actually, this sounds weird, but I think I would actually like LaCroix more if it wasn't in like a super fancy soda bottle. Cause when it's in a soda bottle, I think like, oh, Wait, it's gonna bottle. be like. It's in a can, dude. Well, it's, it's a it's soda in a can. can. <laughs> I don't know. Soda bottle. Like, oh yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> a soda can. I'm just gonna bully you a on soda this podcast. Can. It's fine. I've decided. Um, but like. He said bottle, but he meant can. It's fine. So I noticed this, um, while we were at our aunt and uncle's house, they like had some and I poured it into like a glass cup. And when you just drink it and you think of it as like like water, but like kind of like hand lotion flavored, like <laughs> when you just or think of it as like 
A Bed Bath and Beyond candle, or no? What's the one in the mall? Bath and Bath and, bath body, and body Works. works. When yeah, you just think of it, works Bath and Body Works rules, by the way. Mm, when you just think of it as like water <laughs> with like endorsement, <laughs> never gonna get. To. When you just think of it as water with like just a little bit of spice, then it's fine. But when you like when you put it in a soda can, it just ends up being really jarring. Your expectations tend to get too high because you're like, oh, I'm gonna have a Coke now, I'm and then have you a drink delicious this. Yeah, and it's the same with yeah. these. The only exception is that it just actually sucks and there's no good way to have it it's it's bad i don't like these i was in the store the other day and i was hunting for like something in the mid-range i want to walk the middle path of <laughs> sodas just, and they did have something called it was like a minute made now has these agua fresca flavor drinks mm. and i got one and it was pretty tasty but they did that thing so on the front of the can it said only 40 calories per serving. And I was like, oh, that's that's oh, no. great. That's just oh, what no. I'm looking for. And then I turned back the can and it's like... Three servings per cup. Per serving, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think it was two servings. but Or it was like two, like two and a half servings. It was like something ridiculous. And I was like, come on, man. Uh, a you know can what? is a serving. No, it's I'm like not going to like bring my friend along so we can yeah. share it. Yeah, we're not going to all take sips from the same wretched can. Yeah. William... Real quick, what do you think the first ingredient is in Tic Tacs? Sugar. Yeah, you told yeah. me about that. Oh, it, it makes me so annoyed. Yeah, they It makes like, me so annoyed. And they can't list sugar. They list sugar as having zero sugar because it the serving size is just one Tic Tac, and it's below <laughs> the amount that they would need to list the amount of sugar that's in each serving. So they just listed as zero, but that's not true, is it? Because I'm going to go buy me some Tic Tacs. I'm going to pop it open. I'm going to take one Tic Tac and go, hmm. Now I am done. I'm done for the day. <laughs> You're not, yeah, like, don't lie to us and say that, like, we don't just open those babies up and, like, just drink the entire thing like a soda. So, like, they really get me are, like, the bag candies. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the bags that hang on pegs, like, in a convenience store or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, man, I could really go for some Sour Patch Kids or some oh licorice gosh. or something. And you're like, oh, this is great. And they will say, like, you know, 110 calories per serving. You're like, I could do 110 calories. That's good. And then you, you're munching away at it. You're like about, you know, nine tenths of the way through the bag. Then you flip over the bag and you're like 12 and a half servings yes, per bag. And you're like, who is going to buy this bag and go, hey, 12 and a half. I need 11 and a half friends to share this with so that we could each have one reasonable serving. That's Or I'm going to calories. sit down at disparate times each week and sit down and have exactly one serving of Peachios. Yeah, it's so and easy. And then you're to doing eat. the math in your head and you're like. Okay, so I just ate a thousand calories. Yes, it's so easy to just like, like, it's so like some, I remember one time I had like some M&Ms and then I figured out I was having like that much. Cause like it's, there's so many calories, like in each little thing of candy. Yeah, I don't count, I don't count calories. I just, I, I, it's all vibes from me. (laughs) Partially because I can't, numbers don't mean anything to me. Like I can, somebody can like show me something and be like, that's a foot, right? And I'll be like, yeah. And it can be like, Anywhere between like five inches to like five feet, and I could just be like, "Yeah, that's a foot, probably." Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't really count calories either. But if I'm in well, like a store, I might be like, "Okay, I've I've got the munchies. I'm not really hungry, but I want a little snack." And so I'll go around. I'll be like, "I want here are like five things that look good. Which one is the lowest calories?" You know? Yeah. And I'm like, I can do a snack that's two to three hundred yeah. calories, but I'm not going to do one that's you know, 1,200 calories because that's like half of my day's, you know, <laughs> nah. calories in that. 
yeah. I, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I, I know what I want, and if I want something that badly, I'm just going to eat it. And if that's I, actually healthy and fine, but... <laughs> And if I want something healthy, I'll just get like some as salted almonds. As long as you're not doing that like every single day, you're no, like, no, probably, probably yeah. not. I don't pay attention to that. But about <laughs> the, um, well, I have a few things. Um, I actually have two different sparkling water recommendations. Oh. Um, being broadcast live on the podcast. Uh, this is live. That, no. Yes, this is oh, live. Shoot, yeah. Oh, we've got millions of streamers live for listening us. to it right now. Oh, I it's, better not say anything gross or nasty like I is, usually do. That that usually edits out. It's live for us, meaning it's live for it's like a majority of our live listeners. Live on tape. Live on <gasps> caught live on tape. Bigfoot. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> it's live. We're and just then like like premium next week listeners. Sometime I'll get around to editing it and posting it. We're premium listeners because we get to listen to it live. Yeah. It's like our own Patreon. But yeah. um. But the first is, uh, I know we had the, I forgot what it was called, but there was one, um, little drinks that only had like three grams of sugar that we got at, um, Market Street. I really like Market Street. Um, Market Street's good. I might be working there. I don't know. But, um. That, that seems like it'd be a good, good gig. Yeah. It, it just has a nice atmosphere. But, um, <laughs> the ones that we got there were pretty good. Do you remember what those are called? I don't. But do you remember like, a they were very bougie. Yeah. Oh, it's Market Street. <laughs> yeah. It's Market Street. <laughs> They had like weird ingredients in them, like herbal ingredients and stuff. Like yerba mate. Oh yeah, and I think they're the kind of drinks that would say like a, I don't know. They would say like like weird berries you've never like. Heard they would of claim before. that they're like medical. Like acai. And like, <laughs> no, I've heard or of acai. Ginkgo. But also, uh, I've been getting them for a while. Uh, I might. I kind of like switched diet beverages because I got like sick of them. But those flower. Those sparkling. I've heard of elderberries. But have you heard of elderberry flower? Yeah. Those uh, sparkling ice drinks are really good. That I get them. Yeah. Mm. They're oh, pretty good. Yeah. They're pretty good. Those P- are really PB good. used to be like, like obsessed with them. We'd walk to Kroger in the summers and we'd buy like ice drinks and then we'd try to walk home, but then it'd be too hot. It'd be like a hundred degrees. And so we'd be sweaty and miserable and we'd call mom and she'd pick <laughs> us up like halfway. That was like my entire. And, and now they have like ice drinks caffeinated and they're like, yes, it's like, which, which what the heck? granted I like Coke Zero. So you would think I would like it, but then you're looking at it and you're like, that's like, when they say caffeinated, they mean it's like five times of, of what would be in a cup of coffee. They're slam jamming that in there. Yeah, it's like, yeah, going don't to the, plan on sleeping any time the in the next drink. 12 hours. Like, yeah. Going to the store and buying those sparkling ice drinks was like how I spent my entire quarantine. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, oh, it was nice. Okay, it I have to get nice this in here now because... It's a very funny story, so I have to tell the wasp story. I was just about to ask you to tell the wasp story. So <laughs> I need to tell the wasp story. story. Okay, so yesterday I woke up and like I heard something like weird, like buzzing and like banging around like against the blinds, and I fell back asleep because it was Saturday and um <laughs> I thought I was dreaming. Um and so I just kind of like ignored it. And then later, um so I later when I got up I didn't see anything and I got dressed and I got showered and like we were, went and ran errands. And after we got back from the grocery store, um, I'm like putting away groceries and, uh, I'm like getting ready to like cook dinner or whatever. And I hear Jamie like yell in the bedroom and I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) And there's like a giant wasp. We'd, we'd actually opened the window, um, and the wasp was like on the screen. So the way that our apartment works is that we have windows that open. Mm-hmm. Just like the windows in our house, but there's they a screen. Open and there's a screen. Yeah, there's a screen, but like you can't remove the screen in right. our apartment. It's like glued in there. Mm-hmm. And so the wasp had like 
found the the breeze and was trying to get out and he didn't realize like that there's a screen there and so he just kind of kept slamming kept himself bumping against it. and it was big it was like an inch and a half it was a big it's thing like a murder hornet yeah exactly and it was just sitting there and i was like oh <laughs> and you know uh so i immediately go over and i close the window um so it's now like trapped between the glass and the screen uh-huh. Uh, and so you just I'm trying to taunt it like, Hey, hey you lost me. Get out now. <laughs> no, I was just sitting there like, okay, how do we, cause it, there's still a big, there's a giant wasp like banging on the window, like yeah. still kind of just like slamming his little body in there. <laughs> um, and the thing about this wasp was that not only was it big, it was like black and yellow. And the thing about Jamie is that they're have a family history. Like everybody in their family is like deathly allergic of mm. yellow jackets. Yeah. They've never been tested, but they think they're probably also, like, deathly allergic to yellow jackets. So, like, basically, like, a a medieval, like, peasant husband who's, like, looking down on, like, a Viking raid in the village. Like, I basically, like, I I get, like, a glass cup and a piece of paper, and I turn to Jamie very gravely, and I say, Jamie, go in the bathroom and lock the door, and don't come out unless I tell you to come, unless you hear me. (laughs) say to come out instructions (laughs) yeah basically and they're like okay are you gonna be okay i'm like don't worry about me (laughs) just live your life please (laughs) yeah and and this gets more dramatic because like (laughs) so i like slowly open the window and as i'm opening the window the wasp is crawling up the screen because like okay so so as i'm opening the window it's like crawling up and up and up. You so know it's still you're opening keeps the window and the trapped. only direction it can go is toward you, right? Because it can't yeah. go out the window. Well, what I was planning, because it was just crawling around on the screen very serenely, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to place the cup right over it. I'm going to open the window very slowly, and I'm going to place the cup over it. And slide like it a, cord, a and card slide in the card the in between. The... Exactly. Yeah. And so um, I tried that, and I kind of inched the window a little bit open, and it starts crawling up and i'm like okay it's gonna mm-hmm. crawl down eventually so i'm just gonna keep easing it up and i keep easing it up and it keeps crawling upwards mm. as though it knows so that i'm doing that it's not cooperating so i just kind of open the window to the point where it's like again i'm very not good with like measurements and things so i don't know it was about like a hand length Five i opened inches. <laughs> <laughs> wait is each finger an inch I mean, it's like section I'm of just the saying it's about five inches, five or six. No, inches. like from the top of your like fingers to the bottom of like the, the it's, it's your wrist. That would be a small hand. It's about six inches. Okay, I guess no. everybody has different hands. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like eight true. inches. People have my hands would be different from your mother's hands. Really? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's nuts. Hands Mom's hands are five inches. <laughs> anyway, so Anyways. I I scooted like a little ways, about halfway open. Or a little less than halfway. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is that the, the, the window was open and I was just sitting there with a cup and like a piece of paper in my hand. I'm like, come on. Just go crawl down. Crawl down. And it's just not moving. It has decided that it's going to chill at the very top of the screen and like crawl a little bit to the left, crawl a little bit to the right, but never like inch itself down. So I start getting irritated and I kind of like raise my fingers up to the to the uh, screen, just flick the bottom of it so that it vibrates. Uh-huh. And uh, 
it doesn't like that, but it decides to crawl into like the upper corners. And I'm like, no. So I start flicking even harder. And then I start like banging on the window and Jamie's like, Hey, is everything okay in there? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I just, this wasp won't cooperate. And they're like, I hear banging. And I'm like, I'm just trying to get the wasp to crawl down so I can let it out. And like, I, like, I felt kind of bad for the wasp at first because, like, it can feel, like, the breeze of freedom on its face, but it doesn't know that there's a screen there. Like, it's too stupid. That's a lot of empathy for a wasp. I have a lot of empathy, yeah. And listen, okay, I, wasps are jerks, but they're still important pollinators in the ecosystem. So I felt, like, a little bad yeah. for it. But I'm my patience is wearing thin. So yeah, what I do is I take I, – I shut the window and I kind of ruminate on it for a little bit. And I find – um a long incense stick to poke it. And I ease the window back yeah. open and I poke the wasp. That is the next move is find a long skinny object. To, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I start no. poking at the wasp and it does not like that. I'm sure it probably doesn't. And then, you got an angry wasp <laughs> trapped in your window. And then what it did, so it didn't like that. And so it scooted away and I kept kind of gently poking it and it scooted away again. And then I opened the window a little bit further and I poked it and it flew out and it flew at me and I yelled and Jamie's like, what's going on? And I shut the door behind me and I'm like, the wasp is now loose in our room. <laughs> oh, so and she's going to stay. Like, so I'm, I'm just chilling there and I'm like, and Jamie comes out of the bathroom and is like, okay, so what do we do now? Like we could call maintenance. For, like, an emergency request. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. And Jamie's like, well, I mean, yeah, our room's kind of messy, so it's kind of embarrassing. I'm like, no, my pride won't let this happen. Go back in the bathroom, and I'll take care of it. And I get the broom. (laughs) And I go back in there, and the thing is back on the window. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) Was it up under the window? or It was was just just on the screen. screen. And so I was like, okay, I've got this. And I go over. And it kind of starts inching underneath the glass again. I'm like, oh, no, you don't. And I whip the window open, and I slam the cup down on it, and it starts freaking out on me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, here you go. And it starts, like, doing that weird little, like, it twitches its, like, little stinger towards the edges of the cup. So it's, like, <laughs> trying to sting me through the glass. <laughs> and I am just so squicked out at this moment. And I'm also, like, really angry because I'm trying to spare this thing's life what and it's trying cup? to kill me. Is it a see-through it's cup? It's a glass cup. A glass cup. Yeah, so, so can I can see, see every little detail. It's but not it's even glass. Like, You're protected. Yeah, I'm protected. <laughs> but also, like, as I'm, like, putting applying pressure to this cup, like, the screen is kind of bending outwards a little bit. Yeah. And I realize, oh, it's only glued at the top and bottom, so I can just kind of bend it outwards a little bit and just kind of shimmy it out into the like through the gap mm-hmm. yeah William realized that it was a bad <laughs> idea I didn't realize it was a bad idea so I start kind of start shimmying it and shimmying it and it's still like just very acting very hateful towards me <laughs> for no good reason and of course it's not flying wasps into the wasps are cup. just mean they're not wasps really nice wasps don't I don't think they have souls or consciences. Why didn't you just kill it? It doesn't even have a soul. Literally. And I'm just sitting there like, why didn't I just kill it? (laughs) (laughs) But I already have the cup over it. And in order to smash it, I would have to remove the cup, which I'm not going to do that. So I kind of try and keep inching it towards the thing. Wait. And then. Why didn't you just like slide a paper like vertically onto the. Well, that's what she was going to do. That's what I was going to do. But at this point I had set the paper down and I didn't want to like. Get up. It's always an if you move anyway, though, because the paper is not going to be totally rigid. And 
maintaining that seal between the glass and the paper is always just it's a little yeah there's a moment a of escape. even if it's even if you got like an index card it's still like mm, yeah mm, it's never the perfect solution yeah um so i there again i was kind of pushing the the screen so there is this gap and i try and kind of handle it finagle it out into the world and it was not cooperating and finally like i kind of just tried to jerk it towards the open window and like remove the cup all in one. And it did not like that. It did not like that. It flew right back into the room and I cowered and, um, and then I left the room again and Janie was like, what on earth is going on in there? And I'm like, the stupid wasp. I hate this wasp so much. <laughs> and I think I injured it when I put the cup over it. Cause I caught like a few of its legs, I think, or something. Um, and so I go back in there and it's back on the screen again. Um, cause that's all it knows how to do. And I just, I go in there and I'm like, okay. And I just shut the window and I put the blinds back down and I lock both the windows and I say, we're just going to wait until, until it, it dies. Yeah. Well, I'm going to check this window in like three weeks. It becomes a war of attrition. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just going to let it, you know, do its thing or whatever. Um, Anyway, I woke up this morning and I didn't see it there anymore. So now I'm terrified to open the window. I don't know if it's did dead it, or alive. Did it leave or did it enter, re-enter the apartment? Is I the don't question. know. I don't even know how it got into the apartment. We don't open the back door. All mm. of our windows have screens on them. And like the only way into our apartment is through like an indoor breezeway. Like there's a lot of steps that it had to follow to even get in there. And I don't know how we didn't notice that it was there. Who knows how long it's been lurking in there. And I now mean, Jamie's brought up the fact that it might lay eggs in there. And now oh that's, no. that's a terrifying possibility. So I'm hoping it's a dude. This feels like a, like a Twilight Zone episode. I'm just like it a wasp is. driving it's someone insane. Personal Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> so me and the wasp are engaged in a psychic battle of attrition. It's now become Schro- Schrodinger's wasp. Like, I don't know if it's alive or dead or even if it was like a figment of my imagination at this point. Like, or perhaps it uh, was. I hear what you're saying about wasps. You know, they're pollinators. You shouldn't just go out there and try to genocide a bunch of wasps. But but if there's a wasp that tries to build a nest in our home, it's going to get a mouthful of wasp killer in it. Absolutely, yeah. And we also don't Mm. have any bug spray is a thing. Like, I would have just kind of, like, angled the thing, like, through the window or even just gone outside and, like, sprayed it on the outside of the screen. But we don't have any of that. So I'm going to... I sprayed one the other day out here just on our back porch that was trying to build a a nest. And I was yeah. like, nah, that can't happen. And I no. felt a little bad for it, honestly, because yeah. it sort of dropped to the deck and then it was sort of staggering around. And I was Ooh. like, yeah, if I was more compassionate, I'd go get a shoe and just put it out of its misery. But yeah, sometimes I'll try to like kill bugs really, really quickly. Just so that it can be like, I don't know, humane or whatever. I'll end up just like injuring it first. <laughs> like, holy crap. Yeah. I but think... I'm not going to let it move in just because. Yeah. No, exactly. No, I, if the wasp, if like my personal philosophy on bugs is like, I want to at least try to take it outside. Be, yeah. But like, if a bug is in my zone, yes. if it's in my like yeah. area, uninvited, uninvited, unasked, like if, I, if I'm in the bug zone, do whatever you want right. to me. That's free game. Right. I'm, this is the law. But you're in the of the same thing about like spiders and snakes and stuff. Like, yeah, it's their place. It's not mine. I don't have to go mm. out there and kill a snake just because no. it's there no leave it alone he's just he's literally just chilling like where would you want the bugs to be rather than outside but if it's in if it's in my space like you're living at my mercy buddy if if i end up accidentally killing you or on purpose killing you that that is one of our faults and it's not mine because you're in my space yeah (sighs) yeah anyway this morning i locked my keys in my car so it's just been sort of a weekend (laughs) yes 
we had to learn about roadside assistance and things like that. Yeah. I do have a key. I have an extra key. Here that might be good to have. And I keep thinking I should probably give that to you. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Um, Will, you haven't been on the podcast in a while. What have you been yes. up to? I have been up to many things. Um, a lot of things. I'm actually kind of not sure where to start. Um, I guess one of the things is... Uh, You're about to graduate from high school. That's a pretty big thing. Well, that too. One of the things is <laughs> a few weeks ago... Our church had youth conference, which is basically just like a—I mean, it's just a church camp where you just go and do church things just for like a weekend. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And you guys actually camped out this time, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I sort of became a local celebrity because um, <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah, so we were doing these little like skit things where you're supposed to like reenact like a part. I think we just got to choose it on our own. I can't remember if we were assigned it or whatever, but someone, I, I can't remember if it was me or someone else or whatever. Someone decided that there should be a Satan character. Um, so <laughs> Great I got choice to, to add yeah, to I any, got, any story. I got the star as Satan and, um, <laughs> apparently I pulled off a pretty good performance because afterwards, like, there were just people who like I didn't even know going up to me and going like, I think one person said, like, you have a future in acting. <laughs> Which, uh, <laughs> you, one you of the should... leaders came up to me and said, Will did a really good job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, as your older sister, I've sometimes thought that you probably were Satan. So, yeah, exactly. You know. See, I, that's what I kept on saying. Is I was, a, like, born to play Satan, the role. but he could play him on TV. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember, like, like the... Like the next day I had seminary, like someone's mom like rolled down their window and said, like, Will, you did a great job playing Satan. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Good job, it's Satan. It's the role you were born to play. Yeah. It kind of made me feel like a little awkward. You need to invest in like it. some leather pants and like spiked, <laughs> spiked collars or something. Um, I was doing my, uh, artistic influence mm. was, um, the one little troll like from, uh, uh, I don't know if he's a troll, but from Monty Python, the Holy Grail, that goes like, what is your name? What oh, is your quest? You do a really good impression. What is of... your favorite color? I basically just did that voice. <laughs> and yeah, that's a pretty good impression, actually. Thank you. Um, I just did that as Satan. And yeah, apparently yes. it was a hit. <laughs> Very good. Nice. Let's do some news. Now your tomorrow morning's headlines tonight. I have a news story from the world of video games. Oh, well, I've played that. Three video games. No, wait. Hey, I've three, played a video game. I've, four oh, video really? games have been inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame. I think I've played four video games. Oh, yeah? yeah? Name every video game. Okay. I'm going to read you a list of video games, and you tell me which four you think deserve to be in the in the Video Game Hall of Fame. Okay. Okay. Assassin's Creed... Wait until I get done with the list here. Okay. Assassin's no Assassin's Creed. Creed deserves it. Ms. Pac-Man, Candy Crush Saga, Minesweeper, Dance Dance Revolution, NBA Jam, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. That one, immediately, when you said Hall, Hall of Fame, video game Hall of Fame, I was like, Ocarina of Time. But wait. Okay, okay. Parappa the Rapper. I've never, okay. What is that? Sid Meier's Civilization, Resident mm-hmm. Evil, Rogue, and Words with Friends. Wait, Rogue or Resident Evil colon Rogue? Uh, I don't know. This list, it's got a, it's got a comma between Resident Evil and Rogue. So okay, I was so thinking rogue. they were two different games. This, okay. Um, maybe there is a Resident Evil colon, colon, colon? Colon. I'm Sorry. not sure how to answer this. Colon, because, like, Rogue. 
It's the Hall of Fame. It's not really the Hall of, like, quality. I would be shocked if Ocarina of Time wasn't already in there. Same with Miss Pac-Man. Yeah. And Minesweeper. Less so with Miss Pac-Man, but definitely Ocarina of Time. Let me okay, read that's... the list again. Assassin's Creed, Candy Crush Saga, Ms. Pac-Man, Minesweeper, NBA Jam, Dance Dance Revolution, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Parappa the Rapper, Resident Evil, Rogue, and Words with Friends. Candy okay. Crush Saga, as like terrible as it is, it probably should be inducted. I mean, it kind of like represents like an era of mobile games. It's kind and of stuff horrible and, like, though. Because it's awful. Yeah, mobile it games is terrible. are terrible. It is, I agree yeah. that it represents mobile games, but it represents everything that's bad about mobile games. Because yeah. mobile games are terrible. That whole format of, you know, we're going to charge you for every little thing and we're going to try to make money off of you just by saying, yeah. hey, you can have four new lives or you can have a special bonus if you pay us. And we're also going to make you like... yeah. Play this and every 15 yes, minutes. Yes, you can pay it, play it for free and not use any of the power-ups or whatever. But I guarantee you there are people who spent thousands of dollars on Candy Crush just because of some weird Candy Crush addiction. The thing is, though, like... Anyway. I don't know. Uh, so, no, do you want, okay. you want to know which four so, were actually... So, all of those were nominated. Okay, I, I think... Only four were selected. Let me, let me guess, let me guess. Or, like, say which ones deserve to be. Okay. Uh... Ocarina of Time, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, revolutionary, inspiring. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm gonna say Resident Evil deserves to be in there. Where is Resident Evil? Definitely. <clears throat> Are you kidding me? I've only played like one of these. It did not. It was not Maybe selected. It was not selected. Now that doesn't mean it can't be nominated again another yeah. year. But it was not one of the four that was selected this year. The recent Resident Evil has been quite good too. Um. I've heard. I've never actually played any of these games, but I watch playthroughs because I'm lame. Um, Minesweeper definitely deserves to be in there. Watching Minesweeper <laughs> playthroughs. Minesweeper was also no. I played Minesweeper. Okay, yeah. How was Minesweeper not in there? It was pretty like foundational. I played it on Google. It's kind of a cool puzzle game. I mean, it was it was one of the games you got when you got Windows 3.1, I think. Yeah. Mm. It's Which kind was of like. You know, the, the first Windows that most of us have experienced was like Windows 3.11. I mean, it's kind of up and there it with like Solitaire. Minesweeper built yeah, it's into like it. And Minesweeper was the ultimate like time waste game when you yeah. had like, you had like work or homework you had to do, but you still just is. didn't want to do it yet. Still is. Yeah. Is yeah. it still on a computer? Yeah. Um, I don't know where you play it now though. You just go to just, Google. It's, it's one of those like little Google games. My students oh, really? like waste a ton of time playing that and Snake. Um, I see. And so do I. But you feel a little better about it because you're like, there's logic involved here. There's like thinking. I'm using my brain. Again, I don't justify this. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that Minesweeper was not one of the four selected. So, so far you've got what? Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. I don't think Assassin's Creed. No no Assassin's Creed deserves to be on this list. You're right about that. Um, maybe Odyssey, but, um, all right. Uh, Parappa the Rappa. I don't really know that much about. I know like that it's a rhythm game. That was the first I know that it's a rhythm game and you've you've heard this because you're on TikTok. Like Parappa the Rappa um audios are like really popular. Oh, maybe I would recognize the autos, not not realize where they came from. Um so I don't know if I have an opinion on that. Um DDR definitely deserves to be in there, I think. Dance Dance Revolution was in there. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna guess even though it is, and according like, to this article, Dance Dance Revolution is credited with ins- um, ha- 
came out in 1998. It's been followed by more than 100 versions of the game and is credited with inspiring other music-based games, including Guitar Hero and Rock Band. And it's also like one of the first games that like included like real life motion into yes. it rather than just like sort of button pressing. Lindsay Carano, who is one of the video game curators, said this as Dance Dance Revolution's names implied implies it truly provided a revolution for the music game scene. Music it, has been an integral yeah. part of human life since prehistoric times. So it really was no a surprise. dance dance revolution. DDR <laughs> enjoyed a unique popularity that spanned the ages, genders, and regions. Even though it is like evil and like like worse than heroin and probably constitutes a war crime. Um, okay, I would say can- <laughs> I'd say Candy Crush Saga. It's not selected. And okay. I'm kind of kind of glad. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but um I don't I, yeah. I, I don't, don't want to give it prestige. I don't even know if it should be selected, but I have a lot of nostalgia playing um Civilization Revolution on my DS, so I guess I'll say that. It's a fun game. That was one of the selections. Hey, nice. I'm going to say Miss Pac-Man is the fourth one. Because, like, you can't just, like, not have Miss Pac-Man on well, there. Well, if they already have Pac-Man, then, like... I mean, what did Miss Pac-Man even Ms. add Pac-Man. to the game? Like, it, Here's it what really they have to say about Miss Pac-Man. Um, this is Julia... It introduced feminism into Novakovic. video games, Liam. <laughs> Novakovic, who's a senior archivist at the Strong Museum, where the video game... Hall of Fame is in Rochester, New York. Mm -hmm. She says, by offering the first widely recognized female video game character. (laughs) Literally, that's just (laughs) Ms. Pac-Man represented (laughs) a turn in the cultural conversation about women's place in the arcade. I would argue argue, uh, Metroid was way more progressive in that respect, but go off. Ms. Pac-Man was also one of the most popular coin-op cabinets. It sold one... 125,000 cabinets within five years of release. The cabinets were like stupid popular. Best selling arcade games of all time. It was even more popular than the original Pac Man. It was just, yeah. I don't know, the, the mechanics of it were better. It was more interesting. Wait, this is actually a really good um, segue into. I, can I recommend something that should be on there? It wasn't like on the nominations. Yes. Oh, yeah, what but, would we um, nominate? That would be a good okay. idea. Okay. So it's funny. I was actually commenting this earlier today. So it's funny that I brought this up, but. um. I was saying, like, if there's, like, a CD-ROM Hall of Fame, because I'm kind of, because, like, I'm, like, a Zoomer. I grew up on, like, CD games, and I'm, like, obsessed with, like, nostalgia it's, for, like, Zoo Tycoon and stuff. And, okay, yeah, Nancy Drew, but specifically. <laughs> and see, that's a good that's a good segue, because apparently Nancy Drew is kind of known for being, like, kind of progressive, because it had, like, a female character, and it was like, oh, that's... Like, for its kind of space in, like, the point-and-click game, like, that was... It's it's very, yeah, pretty, it's, it's like, the longest-running, like, point-and-click adventure game. Because those were, like, really big for a while, and then they really sort of stopped being a thing. <laughs> but, like, for its time, it was kind of progressive for, like, having female characters. Well, she's no Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, but it's a specific game in the series... And I'm going to be honest, if you're not into, like, the series, it may not be quite as impressive as, like, I'm saying, maybe I'm overselling it. But, like, even within the series as a whole, it was, like, super influential on, like, later games. There's later games that kind of tried to replicate it, but they didn't quite get as good. Um, it's considered, like, by fans to be, like, the best game in the series, like, almost unanimously. It is Nancy Drew, The Curse of Blackmore Manor, which I think is just, like, a masterpiece. <laughs> like, it's... There's, like... It's like this point and click game where, um, 
the the title kind of implies it's a mystery game, but really the Nancy Drew games are more like it's more of a puzzle solving game. Yeah, you can find these like secret passageways in this like haunted like mansion manor. You can feed a parrot and also accidentally kill a parrot. Yeah, or on purpose the parrot, kill a parrot if you want. I guess. If you ever get stuck on hints, there's always someone to like guide you through puzzles in each of the Nancy Drew games, and the parrot mm-hmm. helps you with the puzzles. Yeah, and it's really funny. That's great. There's like all these kind of creepy scenes that are pretty fun. Um, the puzzles are great and like. The villain actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. Elizabeth, uh-huh. what would you nominate? Uh, honestly, I, I was about to be sitting here like, oh, that's a really tough question. But honestly, I think like no brainer for me would probably be Dragon Age Origins because it is like, so I'm like a big D&D nerd. Mm-hmm. And like Dragon Age Origins was one of the first games to like successfully actually bring like really complicated storytelling sort of into video game format uh-huh. and it just it from like is this is such RPG like a game? it's an rpg game um but it's very like story focused uh-huh. like the the world and details of dragon age like it's very like medieval fantasy setting but it brings like so many like interesting concepts to the table as far as like world building goes and like your the decisions that your character makes like legitimately do impacts the story and it's like all of the voice acting is really great and like there's a cutscene at the beginning as part of your character's like background um that's still like even even still even though it was like in early 2000s like terribly cgi animated story like the the action is so well done and the writing is so well done and the direction is so well done that it still like almost makes me cry every single time Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the close runner up to that would probably be the first Portal game, or even Portal Two. Oh, Portal Two is Portal Two like is my favorite game ever. It's Portal, so good. Portal One doesn't quite like live up to it, but it is like an important predecessor. And I think yeah. it, it wasn't really meant to be like a full game. It was kind of almost like well, it was made by like eight people, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was like a really small project. But Portal yeah. Two really was insanely good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Like the, that, that's one of the pieces of media where like there's so much good about it that I can't even name them because it feels like I'm like doing yeah. a disservice to like everything else. And I it. feel like Portal Two, it was like my first like capital V capital V like video game that I really played <laughs> and completed. Um, and like I, it's it's not really a game that I tend to like quite as much because I like really sort of narrative based games. Like my other thoughts were like oh Fallout New Vegas, which is also another RPG like with like very heavy like storytelling emphasis. Um, but Portal is mostly a puzzle game, but like the parts that do involve like story and background are like kind of woven in there really nicely to the point mm-hmm. where like you can kind of just ignore it if you're not really there for it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But like you can find like little puzzle pieces and like little clues in the background that are all really interesting. Mm-hmm. And also the music slaps. Portal 2. Oh, the music is, the music the music, is great. The music actually kind of like, I feel like it influenced a lot of the stuff. The National wrote a song for... Oh, and it's awesome. Yeah, and it's great. I still listen to it. Because the National's, like, amazing. National's good, yeah. Um, Jonathan uh, Colton wrote both closings, too. Oh, yeah, the closings. The closings slot, too. Um, But, like, I feel like Portal 2 is a lot more story-based. And the story is really, really good in Portal 2. It's really interesting, and it's understated. Like, they don't... They don't delve into it very deeply, but, like, the parts that you do get are, like, really interesting, and they leave you, like, wondering. And, like, half of the story on paper isn't even that interesting. Like you're just learning how like some person like started the setting. Started this really messed up science company and an evil computer took over. Well, okay. That does sound cool. Yeah, it does sound cool. Yeah. In other news. Okay. Wait, dad, you need to nominate one. (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, I was I was thinking about this a little bit. I'm not a big video game person. I mean, I played video games growing up, but I think like the games that I played were all really obvious, like Super Mario Brothers. Obviously, that's going to be in there. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I mean, the games I remember from my childhood, I remember Frogger, playing the Frogger game a lot. Galaga. I mean, it doesn't matter Galaga is going to be in there, yeah. though, because Galaga is like... Such a classic of the yeah. coin. I'd be surprised if it wasn't already in there. But like, if you were yeah. in charge of starting it, that would be. Like I mean, your I'm trying first to think nomination. of something that like maybe would be underrated. Really, a mm-hmm. good game that I enjoyed. I mean, I, I, and I know you like this game a lot, but Banjo and Kazooie. <laughs> oh, I love Banjo and Kazooie. <laughs> oh, I've been replaying it on the Switch. Game. I've only played the. I don't know. I've only played on Banjo Tooie, the like little multiplayer game where you shoot eggs at people, <laughs> and I always loved that one. Yeah. The sound design really gets me every time for whatever I'll say, reason. I'll say Banjo and Kazooie so we can move mm-hmm. on to another news story. Yeah. <laughs> and we can talk about these hard-hitting news stories we have to share with our podcast listeners. Mine uh, feels very targeted towards me. <laughs> um, mine is creepy dolls washing up on Texas beaches. Mm. Very mysterious. Does that happen to you a lot? No, I just, I feel like I always, every time I'm on the podcast, I start like talking about like ghosts and weird mysteries and things. Like I'm the... I'm I'm not a creepy person, but I like creepy things a lot. I was talking to you saying I'm not a creepy person. But yeah, that was loud. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Which side note, ask me about the Pope Lick monster. I just learned about the Pope Lick monster and I think it's cool. But um, first, let's hear about the creepy dolls. But first dolls let's hear about the creepy dolls. Um Texas beaches. Yeah, so it Port Arkansas, Kansas. Uh I love how this News story opens with, you can expect to find sun, surf, and sand when you head to the beach, but what about creepy dolls? Like, I imagine there's at least one person who goes, yes, I do expect to see that. Continue. You know, my first thought when I saw this headline, I haven't read the article. Sorry to detour this a little bit, but my first thought when I saw the headline was, maybe they came from the island of dolls. Yeah! And then I realized the island of dolls is in a river in Mexico City. It's nowhere near the Gulf of Mexico. How would it get uh, from there? I don't to know where Texas it was, beaches? so I was about to be like, that's legitimate. Theory. No, it's a pretty interesting. It, it's And Will and, and I and Henry went on the boats that go down this river. Uh, did you like, we didn't take the boat all the way to where the island of dolls is, but there's like a fake one along the route. I feel like created where they put all these dolls up in <laughs> like a tree, but it's one? not the real one. It's not the real island where... I feel like this is a recurring kind of story for this podcast. It's like weird things that wash up on the shores of Mexico City is inland. So it's it's clearly they didn't come all the way from the island of Dallas in Mexico City. This one does remind me of the Garfield phones story too. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. yeah. The Garfield phones that washed up. Yeah. Um, But yeah, basically uh, there's this beach in like Port Arkansas, Texas. Not Arkansas, it's Aransas, I think. No, it says Port Arkansas. Port Aransas. Port Ar- That's not Arkansas. There's no K in it. <laughs> I I feel gaslit by that name. I hate that. Whatever. Some beach in Texas, that I, I do not dare speak its name. I believe it's name. pronounced Port Aransas. Nah, I'm not saying that. <laughs> it's cursed. On principle, I'm not saying that. It's already tricked me once. So if I mispronounce it again, I'm not, I'm not getting caught in that trap. <laughs> So about twice a month on this beach, they find these crazy looking dolls that are washing in and they post all their finds to social media pages. Um, they're often, you know, they've been in the ocean for who knows how long. So they're mangled, they're missing limbs. They've got like barnacles all up on them. And, uh, apparently if you like 
start combing the beach really early before anybody else, uh, you find like some really creepy stuff. Um, and, uh, this guy that they interviewed, um, who's director of the Mission Aransas Reserve at the University of Texas Marine Science Institute says that they've been posting them up to their Instagram pages and they've actually been using these dolls to fund, um, their rehab facility for sea turtles because people will buy these like creepy mm. looking dolls. People love creepy stuff people, on the internet. They yeah. love it. I love that yeah. they're funding. Like I bet if they make up a story about being haunted, they could get even more money. For Absolutely. Them. Yeah. Wait, no. So they're like saving the sea turtles by like selling, by selling, dolls. selling online goths, creepy dolls. Correct. It's like an unexpectedly. Wholesome it's very wholesome. Turn. Yeah. Um, but apparently like why this is now happening. It comes with a free squishmallow. <laughs> um, weirdly enough, creepy doll collectors and squishmallow collectors. Yeah, there's a lot of overlap. There's a lot there. of overlap, I w- which <laughs> you wouldn't expect. Anyway, um, basically, because of the way that the ocean currents kind of line up along this beach, uh, a lot of countries basically just don't have a way to dispose of their trash properly. So they just kind of dump it in the rivers and the <laughs> ocean, wherever. Uh, and something called a loop current that goes around mm. Mexico and goes up the east coast of Florida creates like these specific currents that kind of just push them up towards the Texas coast. So basically, Texas gets about 10 times the amount of trash. The flotsam um, and jetsam of the world. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about why dolls specifically keep showing up, though, which I find unusual. That is interesting. Yeah. Like, you're maybe, right. It's like, the, it's like the Garfield phones. Yeah, it's like the Garfield It's probably like a shipping container of dolls somewhere in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Which, the most interesting thing about this is actually not about the dolls or the beaches or why they end up there themselves. It's actually like a, a link that ended up in the middle of the article that says... See more venomous blue dragons washing on shore along te- along Texas oh, beaches. Oh, I read that article. What does that mean? Venomous a, blue dragons? <laughs> yeah, there's a, a creature called a blue dragon. It's actually um, um, like a sea cucumber. Well, that's um, anticlimactic. And, yeah. But it's venomous. They're not really big. They're only a few inches long, but they're really cool looking. And they go around and they eat man of wars. They eat man of wars and they become very toxic because of it. That's actually really cool. I like that. Kind of cool. um, and they have been showing up, which is weird because normally they're only like deep sea creatures, but for some reason they've been showing up on Texas beaches. I bet they're connected to the they're dolls somehow. Up. What are they called again? Blue dragon. Blue, yeah, blue dragons. Venomous blue dragons. They're cool looking. That's what they look like. Oh, okay. They actually Wait, do. They don't look like sea cucumbers at all. They look like funky Whoa, little those guys. Are cool, yeah. yeah they're really weird looking. They look like really fancy fishes. That is super cool. That That's looks really like cool, a yeah. blue phoenix, but underwater. Yeah. I wasn't sure they're, if it would live up to the dragon name. But no, maybe. yeah. But they're not very big. I mean, this no. you can't really tell from this picture, but they're only a couple inches long, but they've been showing up. It's actually a sea slug is what it is. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, sea cucumber, I said, but very it's really glamorous a, sea slug. A sea slug. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you should avoid them because they can have a nasty sting to them because they eat man of wars. Huh. Are they venomous and poisonous or just venomous? Uh, I don't know. Probably both. I've sort of exhausted my knowledge of them from reading these articles <laughs> about them. Uh, okay, Will, what, what's your what's your story? All right. Um, Texas woman discovers her goodwill purchase as mis- 
Texas woman discovers her goodwill purchase as a missing Roman artifact and agrees to return it. Oh, cool. Um, you could say she has a lot of goodwill. Um, <laughs> You'd, you could yeah. say that piece of that artifact was roaming around a bit. That was really goodwill. Thank you. Oh, nothing? Okay. Yeah, no. I just wanted you to say any claps. that was really goodwill. O- only oh. I can make will jokes. <laughs> I um, That went over my head. As a member of the Council of Wills. I find that very offensive. Um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Side note: There's a goodwill next to me that that sign has a couple of the letters have been out for a while. There's a goodwill that's like three feet away from you right now. This is kind yeah. of a crazy story, but it's also a really wholesome story. <laughs> but the the goodwill it's the goodwill sign bring us back on track. for the past for the past like three months has said go will, and every time I pass it, I go oh go will. <laughs> anyway, continue. Sorry. Anyway, a Texas woman who purchased a sculpture from Goodwill for thirty four ninety nine, only to find it was a missing Roman artifact. Now a local museum has it on display before it's shipped back to Europe. So she found a little, it's just like a little bust. It's of a, a marble bust of, from like the first century. Yeah. And it, it was just sitting in Goodwill with a price tag on it that said like 40 bucks. It's of one of Pompey the Great's sons. Um, who apparently lost his civil war to Julius Caesar, so rip him. But um, yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. This guy has been dead Sorry. for centuries. <laughs> yeah, thousands um, of years, even mm. thousands of years. So it doesn't say whether she like chose to personally put it back or whether she had to. But um, like that's a little I mean, unclear. Um, she said that like at first they're like, ah, oh, cool, we got a statue, and like this looks really nice. <laughs> she said that it looked really nice in her home, but um, <laughs> but she's like, oh, we got to return this. Um, but yeah, um, just doing that vaporwave aesthetic. So <laughs> she, they figured out that apparently, hold on. I'm not completely sure how this works, but apparently they dated it back to World War Two, um, which was stolen by Allied bombers in Germany, yeah. attacking a really long German name that I can't pronounce. Well, they think so. So... I read a different article than the one you're looking at. So let me let me say what I think happened and you can correct wherever I went wrong. But basically she went to Goodwill in Austin, I think it was. She saw this marble bust there and was like, something about that looks really cool. Like she didn't think it was really worth a lot, but then she bought it. She took it home. She like buckled it into her seat and drove it home. And then she was like, this looks better than something that is just a knockoff. This looks, there's something that looks authentic about it. So she started putting it out there with like on social media and saying to art experts saying, Hey, if you know anything about this, let me know. And she had people research it and they said, yeah, we think this is authentic. And then they were able to figure out exactly who it was and what museum it came from in Germany. And there's no real explanation for how it got from Germany to Texas. But the the most likely explanation is German or uh, U.S. soldiers that were there in World War II. Someone just took home a souvenir, and then at some point, maybe you know, this person passed away, and their estate just got brought to you know goodwill, and ended up on a goodwill shelf. Yeah, did I get most of that right? Yeah. So it was it was handed down like a lot. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's really interesting. Um, Probably worth, you know, thousands, if not tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Does but. the does the article say if she got like paid for this? Because you know, I, I'd want something if I found this <laughs> in a goodwill for forty bucks. I don't think she. It doesn't mention. 
but I don't mm-hmm. think she, it does say, um, she says that there was like a few moments of, or a few months of intense excitement after that, but it was bittersweet since I knew I couldn't keep her sell the bust. She's probably a big Indiana Jones fan. So she was <laughs> like, that belongs in a museum. I like William's like little quip of like, she's getting a vaporwave aesthetic. Like the, the idea that this woman has a whole vaporwave themed home. I would go to a vaporwave themed home. It would be kind of trippy, I think. I kind of admire her for just doing the right thing. Like she's not looking to cash in because all the time you see people on the internet all the time who are like, I found this, you know, really expensive painting at Goodwill and I was able to flip it and turn it over for, you know, $10,000. Yeah. And that's kind of cool in its way. It's an act of Goodwill. But I think this story is actually better. This story is better because she actually... She like put out the effort to find out like where does this belong and I'll just get it back there. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's that's a really nice gesture I think on her part, or like a nice it. It's good of her. It, it really is, and like it would be like so easy to just sell it for so much money. Yeah, but sell yeah, sell it on the black market. Does it's anybody? Interesting. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just saying like Providence is such an interesting thing in art history, like mm-hmm. trying to track like where things have been. And especially with like all of the weird things that happened in the 20th century, a lot of art just went missing. Yeah. Often for bad reasons, but. Yeah, like war know. and political yeah. unrest and things like that. Which I suppose mm-hmm. is still happening in the 21st century, but. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 I never really thought about like how art gets like the one question down. I did have is okay, so she's going to get back to the museum in Germany. How did it get from Rome to Germany? Like, shouldn't for it real? go back to know. Italy? I don't know. Just a question to throw out there. Yeah. That's, but at some yeah. point, you know, all the museums wouldn't have anything in them if you took it too far. It's interesting. Yeah. This kind of thing, like, I feel like now there's a lot of art where, like, this kind of stuff just doesn't happen just because we have the internet, and the internet is just this, like, just permanent database. Like, stuff just stays on forever. Well, th- things can, like, URLs can kind of just expire, and then it's kind of just like, oh, you just can't find it anymore. Yeah. But besides well, that, like, yeah. If it's, like, prominent enough and there's pictures... Like, oh, yeah, if it's, like, big but... enough, like, it'll be archived and, uh, like, five million people will have it. Yeah, recorded. I hope there's some issue with the blockchain and every single NFT gets, like, destroyed off the surface. That would the... be very funny. Yeah, that would be really funny. <laughs> do you guys want to play but, a game? Um, yeah, yes. I do. <laughs> um, we played a game last week on the podcast. I probably shouldn't play this two weeks in a row, but you guys haven't played it on the podcast. Will has played it outside the podcast. There's something mm. called the French Toast Game. Oh my gosh. And it is kind of like 20 questions, but it's a little bit crazy where someone thinks up a thing. And the more concrete and basic it is, the better. Oh, I love this. Like, you know, you could say a puppy, mm-hmm. which is a subcategory <laughs> of dog. But, but don't get like too specific because the game will never end. But here's how it works. Like one person thinks up something and then... Someone else in the game has to start by saying, is it more like French toast or, and then they can add anything onto it. And if you say it's more like French toast then the next person says, uh, is it more like French toast or an eagle? Mm-hmm. And then if you say it's more like an eagle, they say, is it more like an eagle or a tent? And you just keep going until eventually they guess whatever it is. They get closer and closer and guess whatever it is. Oh, I love that. All right. So who? Uh, how about <clears throat> who wants to think of something? Should I think? Of I can something? think of something. All right. Well, you think of something. So it can't be like a like too specific, right? Well, it should be. It's better if it's a 
like a thing, I would say not a, um, like a concrete thing, a tangible thing and something that we can think of, not like something really obscure, like a blue dragon sea slug. We'll never get there. (laughs) Yeah. Or like a a specific song. I mean that we might just because we were just talking about it (laughs) Yeah, or like an obscure band, like or like a, a name co- of a particular yeah. celebrity. I would the, say just something like, yeah, no, I don't know, you would see in a children's picture book. Yeah, or like don't be like the concept of love because everybody will hate you then. Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? Okay. So like, like what era of philosophy would... I hate you. No, I hate okay. you. You yeah. can leave. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Elizabeth, you want to think fun. up something? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I was... Okay. Okay, I, good. Right. Go okay, ahead. yeah. Go ahead. All right, okay. I got something. You got something? Elizabeth, yeah. you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> I'll start. Is it more like French toast or it's more like French a swimming toast. pool? Is it French toast? No. <laughs> Is it more like French toast or a swimming pool? It's more like French toast. Is it more like French toast or pancakes? That's a good question. I'd say it's more like pancakes. Is it more like pancakes or a house? More like pancakes, definitely. Is it more like pancakes or a steak dinner? It's more like pancakes. Is it more like pancakes or a candy bar? Oh, actually, it's more like pancakes. Is it pancakes? No. Oh, um, <laughs> is it, it, just say it's pancakes. Wait, is it more like pancakes or um? Wait, you said a candy bar mm. previously. Okay, um, or a frisbee. It's more like pancakes. Is it more like pancakes or sourdough bread? Hmm. It's more like pancakes. Is it more like pancakes or waffles? I don't get how there's a debate over pancakes versus waffles. Well, yeah, waffles but which one is it more better. like? I, I just had to rant for a bit. Um, I'd say it's more like pancakes. Is it more like pancakes or crepes? I'd say it's more like pancakes. Jeez. Okay. Um, <laughs> is it more like? Pancakes or um, a, a CD? This is frustrating to play when you're the <laughs> thing. It's more like pancakes. Trust me, it's also frustrating on our end. Okay. <laughs> is it more like pancakes or a light bulb? Overall, I'd say it's more like pancakes. It, uh, is it more? Is it more like pancakes or is it more like? Um, a pancake or like a sunflower? It's more like a sunflower. Yes! No, I'm kidding. It's more like oh, pancakes. I hate you. <laughs> Is it more like pancakes or a shoe? It's more like pancakes. Is it more like pancakes or like a cookie? It's more... Okay, it, it's actually more like a cookie. Okay, we're, we're getting somewhere. Okay, good. I mean, you haven't... Is it more that's like That's not that much progress, but... Or cold cereal? It's more like a cookie. Is it more like a cookie or a cheesecake? It's more like a cookie. Is it more like a cookie or a cake? It's more like a cookie. Wait, can I... Is it more like a gingerbread cookie or like a chocolate chip cookie? Is that something I can do? Yeah, you can do that. Okay, <laughs> well, no, cool. you have to start with, is it more like a cookie or... Yeah. And then oh, you can say okay. gingerbread it, Okay, is it more like a cookie or a um, a, a manila envelope? <laughs> I'm not expecting that. It's Answer like the a question. I should. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but like from pancake to cookie, that's not that much progress. It's a little bit, but like 
It's fine. I feel like we yeah. pretty much it was pretty close to pancake already from what you were telling us. But we could be no. wrong about that. We could be wrong. Not really. Yeah. But a vanilla folder is very much like a pancake if you think about it. Is it more like a Deep cookie thoughts. or a brownie? Mm. I I guess it's more like a cookie. Is it more like a cookie or a glass plate? It's more like a cookie. Is it more like a cookie or a goldfish? It's more like a cookie. Is it more like a cookie or a saltine cracker? It's more like a cookie. Is it more like a cookie or a vinyl record? It's more like a cookie. You guys are on the wrong track. <laughs> uh, so it's not like shape. Uh, is it more like a cookie or a cupcake? Oh, I, yeah, it's more like a cupcake. Okay. Yeah. Is it more like a cupcake or a baseball? It's more like a cupcake. Is it more like a cupcake or... I'm running out of things. <laughs> I mean, cupcake is closer, but probably not like... It's, it's Again, it's not think. a huge like, step. Maybe in like color? It's a decent step. Is it more like a cupcake or like... Um, an orange. Oh, it's more like an orange. Ah, okay. Yes. Ah. We're, we're getting somewhere. I'm thinking. Is it more like was. an orange or an apple? It's more like an apple. It's, are, like, it's like comparing apples it's to like oranges. Comparing apples to yeah. All right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You got it. it. No, it's an apple. Oh, it it's is an apple. apple. Yeah. Ah, nice. Yay! We got. <laughs> you're like suddenly all at once got there. All right. That game is frustrating. It's but so frustrating. Can I play? Can I? Can I be the person? Ah, uh, sure. Yes. And then you can experience the frustration of how everyone is like asking questions but have no idea what your object is. It's so annoying. I'll try my hardest not to be frustrated and just to be very smug. (laughs) Okay, I've got it. Well, do you want to start? You do the honors. Okay, is it more like French toast or an octopus? Oh, wait, Uh, you can do... Like anything in French toast? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. As long as you start with French toast. Okay. Uh, more like an octopus. Is it more like an octopus or a person who can turn into an octopus? A person who can turn into an octopus. Is it more like a person who can turn into an octopus or a werewolf? Uh, <laughs> a werewolf, I guess? Is it more like a werewolf or a wolf? Like a full-time wolf? Uh, more like a werewolf. Is it more like a werewolf or a vampire? <laughs> Interesting question. Um, I guess more like a vampire. Is it more like a vampire or a slice of an orange? More like a vampire. Okay. Is it more like a vampire or an alien? Uh, hmm. That one's really difficult. I would probably say more like a vampire. Is it more like a vampire or President James Buchanan? More like President James Buchanan, I would say. Is it more like President James Buchanan or Bigfoot? Way more like Bigfoot, actually. Hmm. Way oh, more wait. like Bigfoot. Okay. Is it more like Bigfoot or Chupacabra? Uh, more like Bigfoot, but you're on the wrong track. Is it oh. more like Bigfoot or Mothman? Mm, more like Bigfoot. Is Again, like, on the wrong track. <laughs> is it more like Bigfoot or a caveman? Oh, I'd say a caveman. Is it more like a caveman okay. or a gorilla? More like a caveman. Is it more like a caveman or a yeti? I guess I'm going to have to say yeti. 
for a okay. different reason than it's different from a caveman. Is it more like a Yeti or or a sailor? I guess more like a sailor. Is it more like a sailor or a sailboat? More like a sailor. Okay. Is it more like a sailor or a farmer? More like a sailor. Is it Hmm. Is it more like a sailor or a pirate? More like a more like a pirate, I think. So more like a pirate or a fisherman? More like a pirate. Is it more like a pirate or a Soviet leader? What a know. question. I don't Mark. know where. The, I think my meds are wearing off. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I guess more like a Soviet official. If you... Is it more like a Soviet official or Chairman Mao? It's more like Chairman Mao. <laughs> Is it more like Chairman Mao or Pol Pot? Uh, I don't know how to answer that, man. I guess like Chairman Mao. <laughs> Is it more like Chairman Mao or a Chinese emperor? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you steered into a weird territory. <laughs> this is very weird. I thought I had like a pretty good thing to guess, but I guess maybe not. Um, I guess more like a Chinese emperor. Is it more like a Chinese empire or a Mongolian oh, empire? I hate this. Uh, Chinese. <laughs> is it more like a Chinese emperor or a ninja? More like a ninja. Thank you. Wow. I don't know what that means, but like. Um, it does almost nothing is what it means. Is it more like a ninja or a samurai? Um, it's equally not like either of those things. <laughs> I guess a ninja. I don't okay. know. Is it more like a ninja or or a race car driver? I guess a race car driver. Okay, I got to see if we've made any progress. Is it more like a ninja or Bigfoot? Bigfoot, I guess. What? <laughs> Somehow we circled back. Is it more like a Bigfoot or a ghost? Uh, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Is it more like Bigfoot or a candlestick? This is this is hard for me because thematically, but in I guess I'd have to say Bigfoot again. I <laughs> Is it more like Bigfoot or a Kappa? A what? A kappa, the little Japanese river monster. More with like a Bigfoot. Leaf on its head. Yeah, no, okay. I just wasn't sure what you were saying. Is it more like second. Bigfoot or a Pokeball? Bigfoot. Is it more like Bigfoot or a dragon? Bigfoot. Is it more like Bigfoot or a statue? A statue of what? <laughs> of Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Bigfoot? Is it more like Bigfoot or. A water buffalo. Bigfoot. Is it more like Bigfoot or a land buffalo? Bigfoot. <laughs> Is it more like Bigfoot or... Know, I've already asked Gorilla. Um, when you were, Is it more like I, Bigfoot or... Can I give him Godzilla. You can give one hint, I think. Okay. When you were like <laughs> guessing like more specific people, you were on more like the right track. You were okay. just kind of on the wrong... Is like, it a specific person? Yeah, it is. Okay. Hmm. I warned against that. Okay, but it's not really... I thought it would be easy enough. <laughs> but it's not in this game. That's the thing. Oh, I it's better if you have something that's like... It's it's more like Bigfoot than less Godzilla. Less specific. To answer your question. Is it more like Bigfoot or John Cena? More like Bigfoot. Is it more like Bigfoot or The Rock? More like Bigfoot. 
Is it? That's all the wrestlers I know. Um, <laughs> no Undertaker? Wrestling. Okay. That's, that sounds familiar. I don't know. Is that a D&D character? It's more like, like Bigfoot or Andre the Giant. Wait, I, it was my turn. <laughs> I know. Yeah, is that more like Bigfoot or Andre the Giant? Bigfoot. <laughs> and yet it's a specific person. Yes. <laughs> but it's more like Bigfoot. <laughs> than like The Rock person? or James Buchanan or... Is it more like Bigfoot or a mythical person? Is it more like Bigfoot or Hercules? Hercules. Okay. Is it more like Hercules or Sobek? I don't even know. Who I guess is. I know who that is. Um, it's <laughs> more like Hercules. Okay. Is it more like Hercules or um, Perseus? Uh, it's <laughs> equally the same, bro. Is it more like Hercules or um, Thor? More like Thor. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Is it more like Thor or the Hulk? Thor. Is it more like Thor or Loki? Thor. Is it more like Thor or Odin? I was going to say that. Mm, Odin. Is it more like Odin or Hela? <laughs> it's hella more <laughs> it's like Odin. <laughs> this is a family podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This is going on forever. It is, is it more like Odin or Paul Bunyan? Paul Bunyan. Is it more like Paul Bunyan or Johnny Appleseed? Paul Bunyan. It's more like Paul Bunyan or... <sighs> I don't know. Do you want me to just tell you? Because this is going no. on forever. Okay, yeah. we're, are we getting close? Uh, kind of. You've got beards down, so I feel okay. like you didn't so we follow have a, the instructions. We're, we're getting somewhere because no, we have a beard down. We're getting somewhere because we have a beard now. Is it more like um? What are we at? I can't even remember. Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. Is it more like Paul Bunyan or Hagrid? It's more like Paul Bunyan or Rip Van Winkle. Hagrid. Oh, is it more like Hagrid or Noam Chomsky? I don't know. <laughs> His name's just Noam. He doesn't have like a beard like a gnome, dude. No, he does right now because he's like. Anyway. I don't keep up with how Noam Chomsky looks. I, I kind of think you should it's, tell us. It's Santa Claus. Uh, Santa Claus. Okay, okay that's actually yeah. a pretty good one. Yeah, see, okay, <laughs> I think it's general enough that people would be able to get it. That is pretty general. Uh, man. Uh, this game's, it, is, it can this be game a frustrating sucks. game. Yeah, it's I should go with like a trash can or something. Or like a melon. Yeah. I'm just or, looking or around the room. Or like... See, I thought an apple a wouldn't deer, take that long. A chair. Yeah. Well, there's only one last thing to do on the podcast, and that is... Three words for you. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. I kind of really want a vanilla Coke right now. Vanilla Cokes are good. You vanilla really Cokes are really Coke good. right now, but for treat yourself, we're going to be trying Nitro Pepsi Vanilla Draft Cola. Wait. Which is, is kind of like a vanilla Coke. What does Nitro... Like, what does that imply? Tell me and about this Nitro product. Pepsi Draft Cola. I'm excited to have this Pepsi Draft Cola. What does draft cola mean? Some Twizzlers. Is it going to war? Tropical <laughs> Blast. Thank pink you. Pink Guava and Paradise Punch filled Twizzlers. Okay, I know Pepsi. So um, Nitro Pepsi is a new product from the Pepsi Cola company. I gathered. Um, I know Pepsi is a controversial beverage in this family. They have some really good varieties, though. I remember, I think I actually made us have Pepsi Fire on the podcast. Pepsi Fire, they discontinued it, but it was really good. My main gripe with Pepsi is that they ha- used to have an equivalent swirl in the middle, and it's been asymmetrical since, like... It is a nitrogen-infused 
Cola. I don't like their new logo, and I never will. It was perfectly they fine. Logo? They messed with it. Yeah, they got a new logo. It used to be like so. It most, used to be like a swirl in the middle, like just most two wavy sodas, lines. Oh, yeah. As you know, are um, carbon dioxide based. The little fizzy bubbles are carbon dioxide. And these are like nitrous oxide. These are with nitrogen. Ooh! How does that change the taste? I don't know, but it's very fancy. We're going to find doesn't. out. It is. Uh, they're calling it the first ever nitrogen infused cola. Um. Oh wait! They say introducing. This is from the Pepsi.com. Say introducing Nitro Pepsi, Pepsi, the first ever nitrogen infused cola. It's more than just a cola. It's an experience. Nah, it's just okay. a Easy texture, the mesmerizing cascade of tiny bubbles, the silky, frothy foamy, foam head, the unapologetically Pepsi taste. It sparks a connection and a conversation. That's, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing, dude. Which is perfect for a podcast. The copy editor is trying so hard, though. They really... <laughs> I respect their hustle. All made possible by a unique widget technology placed at the bottom of every can. Widget? Apparently there's a widget at the bottom of this can. Gross. That creates a distinctly smooth and creamy texture straight from the first delicious This sip. sounds like all marketing. I will marketing. say I don't this know. has not been very well re- reviewed, so I'm very curious what? about okay, it. Okay, now I'm actually... Does it take... There are instructions the about how to pour it. says, number one, what? chill can. Number two, pour hard. Number three, admire and enjoy. Wait, it, you're supposed to pour it? You can't just sip it from the thing? This is so you're pretentious. You're supposed to pour it into a glass. So it's like a draft cola. What does that mean? Like draft beer, you know? I don't. Well, yeah, none of us drink alcohol. What's the difference between draft beer and like regular beer? How do any of us do know like the... how it's delivered to you? So, like a beer that's in a can is different from a draft beer that comes out of a draft faucet. But this one is in a can, though. So what's up? But it's got this nitro widget. I don't know. The... <laughs> we'll see. Waiter, there's a widget in my suit. This sounds like 100 percent marketing. It is 100 percent marketing. Is, none of this different. means anything. Yeah, it's like I don't from other. Soft drinks because it has nitrogen infused in it rather than carbon dioxide. Yeah, well, one time when I was in like second grade, they took us to see a science presentation and they dipped a little hot dog in liquid nitrogen and they slammed the hot dog on the table and the hot dog shattered. So I feel like I'm going to shatter some of these slams on a table after this. They say, open the can to hear the distinct sound of a smooth nitrogen infused bubble. Hold it up, hold it up to the mic while you crack that. So here is this is the nitro. Oh, wait. Can you play your drink drop? Well, I don't want to confuse it with this one. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. What's the drink? So, oh, yeah. The one okay. you think sounds like peanuts. This is a smooth... <laughs> this is the Nitro Pepsi. Whoa, Whoa. that's kind of cool. That was... Oh, it got really foamy. It is really foamy. Yeah. All right, let's try it. I dropped a Dr. Pepper in the parking lot the other day, and I was it's scared to open it hard. afterwards. I'm pouring it hard, like upside down over the can. Okay. What is... Pour hard even mean? It means tip the whole can like basically upside down over it. Is that like a saying? I've never heard that before. I guess so. I've very, also never very heard foamy. it. I okay. I'm I'm a fan of foam. <laughs> I think I foam like I is like a seven out of ten thing. But no, you didn't it pour has, it hard. It has a big head to it. Oh yeah, it does have a lot of foam. Yeah. Well, yeah. So do I. So you know, it's not special. Okay, Everybody is, here has. We a are big trying head. the. This is just the regular yeah. nitro, nitro Pepsi. This, it just smells like regular Pepsi to me. I mean, it leaves behind like a really big like trail of. It has foam. a big foamy head to it. Like it kind of. I'm it not a beer drinker, creamy. but it looks like a beer kind yeah. of. Yeah, like a dark beer. It's not very fizzy. Yeah, it's not very. There's fizzy. a little bit of fizz, but it's like it's smaller. I don't know. I kind of like. It's kind of got a smooth taste to it, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's just marketing. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's less fizzy. Like, that's it's, it's a little bit more smooth. I mean, I, I don't really have I'm much to say a about Pepsi it. Fan, and it does definitely does have that Pepsi taste. But like, what's weird is like they said it was supposed to be like creamy, and I do kind of taste that. I'm kind of into it. Weirdly enough, yeah, I like it. It is kind of I mean, creamy. It would be awful. I will say it will be awful if you drank this room temperature. <laughs> it does seem like yeah. it would be good, like poured over ice cream. Oh, yeah, oh totally. that'd be really good. Yeah, you can make a really good float out of this. Yeah, right. Um, I'm like probably adopted because I like actually like Pepsi and Diet Coke. Let's um, try the vanilla. Like the rest of the family, vanilla draft cola. I want to try and see the widget at the bottom. I like, know. If you shine like, like a little flashlight in there, I want to like dissect the can and see what the deal is with it. I bet if we got an exacto knife, we could just like slice that baby right off. Mm. Yeah, something. All right, let's try the vanilla draft cola. Do you want to open it? Yes, it, I would. There's definitely a different feel to opening it, I don't, and I can't really explain that. Do you it's, want me to open it next to the mic? Yeah, but be careful. It's, like, pretty powerful. <laughs> sounds so cool. It sounds like a spaceship. Oh, no. I can see that oh, becoming... No! Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, it's, got, it's going everywhere. What, did you, what happened? What you did. I don't did know what do? I did. Here, let me see. Holy cow, it just pours um, fast. Okay. It went everywhere, guys. It, like, bubbled up way too fast. All right. Well. All right. Just pour um, it a heart. I feel, like that, I feel like opening this could be the next, like, Nintendo Switch. Like, how, like that was, like, a super famous oh. thing where you just, like, smacked that on. so much of it. <laughs> Wait, uh, why does Elizabeth get so much? I'm covered in, um... It wasn't on purpose. Vanilla Pepsi. <laughs> This one tastes like it's got vanilla ice cream melted into it, kind of. I don't enjoy yeah. this one as much. I don't know why. No, it's I like really it more, strong. Like it's the more vanilla sour. Is really strong. She thought like okay. I'm gonna. <laughs> you mentioned before up. you wanted vanilla coke. Let's it's just weird. Like it's got coke a different me. texture than like normal <laughs> sodas. Soda. It like bubbled yeah. up way too like fast, the, and the I wasn't able to contain it. Nitrogen carbonation just has a different texture than the CO2 carbonation we're used to. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I it's like an interesting it. experience, but I'm not sure I would ever buy one for myself. I mean, you I don't know, think it's like a gigantic like revolution and like scientific progress. Are we never rated the first you one? I think that it is. I'm going to say it's delicious. I'm actually a big fan of the Pepsi Nitro. The Pepsi Nitro you thought was delicious? I'm a, I'm a Pepsi Nitro defender. I yum, think yum, what's going to happen yum, is, is I'm going to go, hmm, interesting. And then in about, I'll say about like a month, month and a half, <laughs> I'm going to find myself thinking, man, I'm kind of craving one of those and not be able to find them anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if this is going to stick around. Like I saw these in Kroger, but they were kind of off on their own. They weren't just in the normal soda aisle. It strikes me more of as a novelty thing. It's a very niche yeah. type. I, but then the Starlight Coke has like been around for a while. I think I want to say it was kind of expensive too. Like it was like over two dollars for a can. I would give it. Um, I, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I think I would just give it like a huh, interesting, cool. It, it's not like I feel like I'm not really grading it on taste. It's just like oh, cool. Okay, using this scale. Like, okay, fine. It's, what does that mean? It's a delicious because it's a good soda. Okay. You just want like, a cool concept. I'm going to say it's okay. Because, I don't know, the texture and the flavor is just a little bit off to me. And I, I realize the texture is something unique. But I'm not a huge Pepsi fan to begin with. And I thought, 
All right. So that was the, the Pepsi Nitro. I thought the te- Pepsi Nitro Vanilla was worse. And I'm going to say oh, it was Oh, that was mad. better, definitely. Mm-hmm. It definitely... I, I definitely think that the vanilla was worse. It was, like, weirdly sour. And, like, some, it took away some of the creaminess of the, the original. Oh, um, I liked it. I don't know. I, I think the fact that I'm not a Pepsi enjoyer and that I'm not really more familiar with Pepsi. Like, if this was Dr. Pepper, I would riot because I know what I want a Dr. <laughs> Pepper to taste like. But because I don't really drink Pepsi, I'm like, oh, this is actually, like, surprisingly pretty good. Have you tried the Berry Dr. Pepsi Pepper? I saw versus... some of that in the store the other day. Berry Dr. No, I haven't. I almost got some of that. Oh, yeah. It's like a, some kind of dark berry or something like that. That cinnamon uh, cook that they had a while back for Thanksgiving was pretty good. So what's your rating on the vanilla? On the vanilla, it's only meh. Okay. I give it a delicious for both. But I'm also just kind of like, I mean, who cares? Like... I don't know. I think <laughs> I, I think the the idea of it. I like I like drinking like a cyberpunk beverage. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they just put nitrogen in it. Well, yeah, but they have a widget at the bottom, and they have instructions on how to. I don't know. It, it makes me feel the like instructions I'm drinking... are just you need to open it, and then you need to pour it into a cup, and then you drink it. All right, we have and chill it. You forgot the chilling part. Next, we you have Twizzlers filled twists, tropical blast. There's two different flavors. There's pink guava and paradise punch. These actually sound like they'd be okay. Yeah, the last time... They definitely taste... They definitely smell like that tropical punch smell. I've, I, feel I remember... Like, like yeah. one of my... Um, pass oh, near the bag. There you go. I remember one of the... One of my favorite treat yourselves that we've done was like filled Twizzlers. I think it was like... Yeah. They were like key lime pie and orange it's, dreamsicle or something. Oh, I yeah, remember those. And those. They were, still sell like, those. I... They may be seasonal just during the um, summertime. I'm, I'm excited for this. I feel very strongly that filled Twizzlers are an abomination um, against everything holy, but See, I still I like enjoy them. them. I like no, them. I, I still enjoy them, but like my brain goes, this is gross. But like my little monkey brain goes, mmm, yummy, yummy treat, <laughs> yummy sour treat. I only do the second. <laughs> yeah, I only do the. the All right, let's try them. I'm really embarrassed we didn't get Santa Claus. Thinking back on it. <laughs> We really should have got Santa Claus. That was not that bad of a guess. It wasn't that that, that bad, bad of a think. topic. Yeah. yeah. But like if yeah. I would have thought about it for a little more, I would have like gone something more general just because it was like it was already getting a little bit long in the segment. Anyway, I think these are good. <laughs> it does every time I eat one of these filled Twizzlers, I'm like this is like eating Play-Doh, but like if Play-Doh was good. Like this is what you wish Play-Doh tastes like. Do you not yeah. like the taste of Play-Doh? No, I, I mean William, I wait, no. hold on. No, William, what? <laughs> Well, you said like it's like what you want in Play-Doh it's too to salty. taste like. Play-Doh's too salty. Yeah. I don't know. Do you not just like... Someone. Do you just enjoy eating Play-Doh? <laughs> Everyone talks about how they've eaten the Play-Doh is. at one point, but like I don't think I ever have. Okay, so it's not ruined for you yet. Like, go and, go and eat some Play-Doh sometime, and you'll be disappointed by how it tastes. Anyway, these are Anyways, good. <laughs> Twizzlers filled twists. I can understand why someone might not like them, but I like them. I think they're delicious. They're yeah, I do too. So they remind yum, me yum, of um, delicioso. Back when I was in my like gross twelve year old like I'm gonna try every flavor of gum phase. They remind me of the more kind of like tropical flavored gum. I really like them. I can see that. I remember um, on a road trip one time we bought like filled Twizzlers that were like I think lemonade and cherry. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty good, and those were good. Um, they're one of the car snacks that like I weren't ruined for me by like my motion sickness. <laughs> yeah, even though like they should have been like by all metrics of what I think is gross and what I think is good, these should be gross to me, but they're really not, and I love them. You think they're delicious? <laughs> I do. All, yeah. all of us think they're delicious. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if people other than us think that they're not so good. No, like if somebody's like, like this I bet is, your mom no, they're like, like um, No, I bet mom hates these. And I bet yeah. like if somebody was like, these are disgusting and I don't know how anybody likes them, I'd be like, yeah, no, I get it. I, I get, get it, it, but I like them. They're, they're yeah. like um, they're like dance punk. That's where I am. Like they're too. they're technically terrible, but they're they're also awesome. They're like they're like folk punk, where it's like, yeah, they're terrible, but it scratches my brain in the right way. <laughs> so that is treat yourself, and that mm-hmm. is our podcast. Thank you, Elizabeth and Henry. Uh, Henry, thank you, Elizabeth Hello, and, and Will, for being on the podcast. Today. He got my name right. And he didn't get yours right. <laughs> and thank you, especially to everyone who's listening. If you are listening, let us know. You can email us at talkdadpodcast at gmail You can find us at talkdadpodcast on Instagram and Facebook. You can also find us at talkdadpodcast.com where you can download and stream all of our episodes from one to two hundred and seventy-five. If you like the podcast and you want to help us out, there's a couple of things you can do. One, you can tell a friend about this podcast. And the other thing you can do is you can leave us a good review wherever you found the podcast. If you do that, it might help other people be able to find the podcast as well, which is always nice. This has been a lot of fun, and we will see you later. There's time for later, alligator, my friend.